You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to Single Fathers Today. I'm your host, Mark Hill. This podcast is geared towards single dads who have just been awarded custody of their kids, going through the process of divorce, and uh, is working towards to obtain custody of their kids, or fathers have already gone through it, and you're living your life, and you're trying to figure out, how do I navigate these waters, and going out to being the best father that I can for my kids, and uh, living a productive life. If you have any questions or comments, Regarding the show, you can send me an email at singlefatherstoday at gmail.com or you can send a message to the Twitter account at singlefatherstoday. So this show is, um, I'm looking at something um, that just kind of popped in my head uh, and um, a lot of the shows that I do, I kind of have a little snippet of something that I might have heard from somebody or something I might have thought about um, from personal experience or things that I might have noticed on TV or, or a show along those lines. Um, but today's show is going to talk about the fruits of you. Now, it, it sounds kind of cryptic, like, what the hell do you mean, the, the fruits of me? Well, the fruits of you is what comes about the results of you being a good father for your kids. What I mean by that is when you're out doing the things that you need to do to be a good father, how do your kids react to it? What do your kids do from that? And be it positive or be it negative. I had a conversation with my oldest daughter um, this week. She had a, a couple things that was going on in her life, and um, she felt comfortable coming to talk to me about it. Um, she also shared some of the information with her mother, you know, and she also shared some information with me. And it feels good that she can go to both parents. And again, as I said in, in uh, some of my other discussions, yes, initially when you go through that divorce process, there's a lot of pain, there's a lot of hurt, there's a lot of anger, there's a lot of frustration. But again, time heals all wounds. Am I uh, cordial with their mother? Yes, I am. Am I sitting there in a circle singing Kumbaya? No, I'm not. But it's that old saying I mentioned before. If you fuck with my cubs, then you see a different side. And I know that from their mother, she's that same way. But, you know, she'll go to a certain point where she knows, but the, everybody knows if we need the big guns, we know who they need to call. And it ain't Ghostbusters. So what I mean by the fruits of you or the fruits of your labor is 
by going out and talking and providing wisdom and guidance to your kids, you will see the positive individuals that come out from that. Getting back to my daughter, she had an incident with a friend of hers that she's known for a while, and she called me up, and she's like, well, Dad, what do I do? How do I handle this? You know, And she was distraught, and first thing I had to do was kind of calm her down. And then when I calmed her down, I gave her a plan of action and said, this is what you need to do to deal with the situation. I won't go into the, the full details, but I gave her some advice and guidance, which she took. And by her doing that, she felt comfortable in coming to me to say, I have this issue. Being a dad, that means a lot to me because she could have went a different route. Now, the situation that was at hand, it could have been something that, excuse me, it could have been something that could have went off the rails real quick. And what I mean went off the rails, it could have gone from a bad place to a worse place. But she said, well, Dad, before I do this, what do you think? And I gave her my opinion. And, yes, she was upset. She was emotional. And for me, I played that calming effect to say, sweetheart, just kind of take it down a notch. This is what we need to do. Here's how you need to plan it. Here's some things for you to think about. And when you're dealing with, it's kind of different because on different age groups, if you're dealing with someone that's or a child that's in elementary school, junior high, and in high school, you're, as being that father, you can say, do this, act like this. Um, high school is a little bit iffy because at that point you're trying to let them start thinking for themselves, start problem solving for themselves. So instead of you saying, well, do this, do that, you may say, hey, what do you think about going this route? What do you think about taking this option? Once they graduate high school and they're on their own, that's where you can start to see the fruits of your labor coming in. And at that point, that's when they're coming to you saying, hey, dad, I have this issue. How would you handle this? Can I get your advice? And they may not say, hey, can I get your advice? They may say, dad, you know, I got this person. They're just bugging the hell out of me. They're just giving me a bunch of crap and I can't stand. I can't take it. They may not say, what do you think? But that is what they're saying. But not if that makes any sense. So you have to be there to give them, continually giving them that guidance because that is where that fruit is starting to blossom from that. Um, another thing that I found from talking with my kids, talking with all three of them actually, um, one of the things that I told them early on, um, they were in high school. Each one of them was in high school and I had this conversation with them. And I said, being there for you guys is a very important role for me Um, because 
once you guys graduate high school and you may have those the, the cool kids, the jocks, the prima donnas, the prissy prissies, um, what you'll find out is the ones that thought they were cool and they were the shiznit, as they call them. Well, that's what we used to call them back in the day. Um, once they get out of high school and I used to tell them, look and see where they're at five years from now, five years. And what they found out was you have some that didn't do anything with their lives, didn't finish the school, got pregnant, got on drugs, went to jail. Um, you had a few that went, you know, you had some that went to college. You had some that went to the service. Um, but they said the majority of them that thought that they were the top kid in school, now they're not. Now, understand I'm not shitting on any kids out there that are like that because everyone's life situation is different. Everything that happened in their lives played out a different way. I'm not saying that, um, you know, every, every dad needs to be like me because I made plenty of mistakes. But the point I'm getting across is by you being a dad and being in your kids' lives, you're planting that seed. You're planting that seed of knowledge, that that seed of understanding, that seed of wanting to achieve better, wanting to do better. Because that is, to me, my thought process is that's the purpose why all of us are fighting to have custody of our kids. Because I'm assuming that a lot of you guys have seen the stories out there of what happens when the mothers have the kids. And I'm not shitting on them for that. But if the mother has the kids and there's not a positive male role model in those kids' lives. If you want to find out what happens to kids when there's not a strong, positive male role model in their lives, go to Fox News. Go to MSNBC. Go to CNN. Go to your local news channel. Kids in driving shootings, kids in you know drive-by shootings, home shootings, overdose, pregnancy, one thing after another. Now, I know that there was uh, there was one particular story I read where this one kid had his mother and his father in his lives, but the family was military, and as they moved from place to place to place to place. The kid just kind of felt lost and got involved in drugs. Now, being a military vet myself, but I got out before my kids were, I think my oldest was maybe eight months old, six to eight months old when I got out. Um, you, you really have to focus, if you're a veteran or if you're someone who travels a lot, you have to make sure you you fight to keep that bond together for those kids. Now, for this particular case, for this one kid, it was like 20 years ago. So the media in the in the communication platform 
isn't like it is now. Now, if I want to contact my kid and I want to see my kid, I pick up my phone, I FaceTime him. You know, back in the day, you had to write a letter or you had to make a phone call. And if you were overseas, in some cases, depending on what your job was, you might not be able to communicate with them at all. Now there's more opportunities available. So you have to keep that bond with your kids. Even if you're not physically there, they're striving and they're thriving and they're yearning for that bond with their mother and their father. And if things go sideways, the majority of the time, the father is the one that sets the standards that the kids want to gravitate towards. If they want that nurturing, someone to pick them up and hold them and coddle them and tell them, oh, everything's going to be okay, they usually go to mom. If they want to have that structure, they usually go to their dads. So with that, you definitely have to make sure that by planting those seeds of giving the kids the knowledge, giving the kids the nourishment, and in some cases, giving the kids the discipline. Because discipline, giving them that discipline is key. There's been plenty of stories out there from kids that said, if my mother and my father would have done this, I would not have done that. It's 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 common, more than you know. I'll tell one story. I will not say which kid did it, but they know. (laughs) So I'm going to work one day. One of my kids was saying that they were sick. Okay, they're sick. I happened to be leaving work that day. I was running a little bit late, and they kept trying to get me pushed out the door. And I'm like, why are they making such a big deal of me trying to get out the door? I don't understand this. They've never done it before. And I'm like, okay, something's not right. You know how, how they joke and people say they have their little spidey senses. So I'm like, okay, I call my job and say, I'm running a little bit late. My child's not feeling too well. I'm making sure she's okay. I'm checking her temp and everything. Well, dad, you can go ahead and go to work. I'll be all right. I'll be okay. Well, do you need any soup or anything like that? Normally when they're sick, I get them some chicken noodle soup or some tomato soup and some crackers, make sure they're nice and comfortable. And the majority of the time they tell me, dad, don't leave, don't leave, don't leave. This particular day, go ahead and go to work. Something ain't right. So. As I'm continuing this more and more and more, I'm finding out and I'm seeing that, okay, a phone's buzzing, not a phone call, text. Won't let me see the text. Okay. Coming up again, coming up again. Well, dad, when you going to work, when you going to work? And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to work today. Well, why not? I'm going to be home and take care of you. Eventually it came out that. There was a boy that liked her. She was sick, kind of, but he was going to come by. And I basically kind of blew it up. And that's where that spidey sense comes in. So for you guys, if you have that little spidey sense that something ain't right, trust it. I did. Fast forward. The boy got two kids right now. (laughs) 
you know, <laughs> and it's just one of those things where I met the boy and when I met him, met his mother, he was a child divorce. And I told her, I told him in front of her that I'm a typical dad. I have a, a Thule collection. We'll just say Thule. I'll let you guys think about it. I'm a military vet and actually a Gulf War vet. And every once in a while, I have a Gulf War flashback if you mess with my kids. <laughs> so <laughs> it's the typical dad thing where um, I think as Bill Ingvall said it best, I've been to jail and I ain't got no problems with going back. <laughs> you know, so it's being that protective. The, the point I'm getting at is being that protective dad and planting those seeds. And I, I, excuse me if I went off the rails a little bit telling side stories and such. But the point I'm making is, and these are funny stories you will pick up as you go through raising your kids. But the, the, the main point is being there for your kids, even in doing the smallest thing, the smallest little detail, they know it, even though they may not respond to it, they know it. And that seed will grow fruit later in life. You may not see it when that kid's in high school wanting you to leave to have some boy come sneak by the house. But when they're in their 20s and they're dealing with a major problem to them with a friend and they come back and they talk to you and they ask you for advice, that's your fruit blossoming, coming to bear. And I know for some of the guys out there, if you're dealing with the ex and you're dealing with the drama with the ex and you want to throw your hands up and you want to say the hell with it, I can't do it. You got to look at those kids and say, I have to stick it out. Because if you don't, what's going to happen to them? You can't come back 10 years later saying, hey, you know, I was going through a rough spot. I was going through a rough path. Because by then, you missed a big window and no telling where that kid's going to end up in life. And a lot of times, it's not in a good, not in a good place. And then there's that old adage, that old statement, well, I wasn't there then, I'm here now. And I've heard from guys that are child divorced that says, yeah, my dad came back into my life when I'm in my mid-20s, told me he wants to be in my life. Dude, you can't do nothing for me now. What are you going to do for me? I'm a grown man. I'm married. I got kids. Or I'm a grown man. I got my own career. I'm doing my own thing. I'm making my own decisions. The time that I needed you was in junior high. When I was making that transition from elementary to high school in that little window. The time I needed you was when I was in high school, when I was getting in trouble with the wrong crowd. And I needed someone to put their foot in my ass and you wasn't there because you was out doing you. Now that I'm grown up, I got my own career, got my own job. You know, I'm doing my own thing. I have my own family, a growing family. Now you want to come jump in my life? 
I don't need that now. You got to make sure that you plant those seeds by being involved with your kids early and planting those seeds early. They will bear fruit later. As I mentioned in my um, when I was when I did my perception video or my perception uh, perception podcast, um, one of the most heartwarming things that I had, and, and, and I'll wrap it up. Um, one of the most heartwarming things that I had was one of my children called me up, and the first thing she said when I said hello, she said, "Before we go any further, Dad, I want to tell you I love you." And that was before I even knew I mentioned to her about listening to the show, but I didn't know she listened to it all the way. But she said that first. And then she says, yeah, I listened to your show. And then she says, dad, I didn't know that's what you went through. Planting the seeds. She didn't have to know everything I was going through during that time period. But I planted the seeds to where she can be a good person in life. And those seeds are starting to bear fruit. Not only with her, but with her siblings as well. It's not an easy job. But as I said many times before, you met someone, you fell in love with someone, and you brought kids into this world. I don't want to be your preacher. I don't want to be the guy sitting here thumping you on the head. But until those kids can stand on their own two feet, you owe them everything possible to get them to where they need to be. Because when that kid was four, five, six years old, running around in their pajamas, saying they want to be a policeman, a fireman, a pilot, a football player, a tennis player, a doctor, a lawyer, whatever. That's Those are all positive things. I've never been around a kid that said, I want to be a druggie. I want to be a crackhead. I want to be a dope man. I want to be a gangster. I want to be a prostitute. Never heard it. If you have, please tell me. All the kids that I know back in the day, and I'm not even talking about my kids. I'm talking about my kids' friends and their friends' friends. They've all said they want to do something that was positive. So you have to plant those seeds early on to make sure that later on in life, those seeds bear fruit. So closing up, cause I went over a little, a little bit over the top, uh, a little bit long today. So um, if you guys have any questions, shoot me an email, please shoot me an email. If I'm right, tell me I'm right. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. I know you guys are watching cause I are listening because I see how many people have been listening to the show. And for those that are listening to the show, I want to say thank you. Um, This is something that has been brewing in my mind for a long time. It's been kicking around for a lot. And actually, I'm in the process of finishing up a book that I'm working on right now that will uh, is scheduled to be released next month. 
uh, towards the end of the month. That'll be my uh, 10th year anniversary going through my divorce. So um, definitely, if you guys are out there, just which I know you guys are because you're watching or listening, unless it's one person that's just clicking 80, 90, 100 times, um, send me an email. If I'm doing right, tell me I'm doing right. If I'm doing wrong, tell me I'm doing wrong. Send me a tweet. Uh, join the Twitter page. So, again, if you want to send me any messages, it is uh, singlefatherstoday at gmail.com, or you can check out the Twitter feed at singlefatherstoday. I'm your host, Mark Hill, wishing you guys the best, and keep fighting. Keep fighting.